Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are around the world. Welcome to the 481st episode of the Hospital Podcast. And as you can see to my right, I have in incredibly esteemed gentlemen. <laughs> no? <laughs> <laughs> and one of my good friends, our special guest, Mr. Tony Coleman, aka London Electricity. How are you on this beautiful Herne Hill afternoon? Well, it is rather a lovely afternoon, actually. It is indeed. Um, and uh, I'm very well, thank you. Yeah, it's, it's a pleasure to be here. And uh, welcome back from your tour, Andy. Thank you so much. Thank um, you so much. And uh, I, I'll forgive you for standing on a box, you know. <laughs> I get it, you know, I do. Um, I mean, I could, I could crouch down a little bit. Or the, yeah. But then that's and kind of taking the The fact piss. that you've actually put me in a little hole as well. Oh, you know? But, you know, that's okay. I, 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 I totally understand the psychology behind that. Well, welcome to the 481st episode of the podcast. Over 400 episodes you did, of course for, I won't say how many years, but we'll just say more than one year? A, a few years. A few yeah. years, right? Yeah. Okay, so we are here today to celebrate your new remix project, which has been recently released, of the perennial album Billion Dollar Gravy. Mm. We just had a little chat before we came on air, and I was saying that I think it's a really complete, really very project with some of the people that you've brought in. We obviously have the chat room so anyone in the chat if you have any questions about the project as we go along please do so i'm going to just read out some yeah shout to all the chatties <laughs> I'm, I'm checking it thanks for getting involved and keeping us company here so we know. go give a massive shout out to keiko campbell saying yes tony aaron t the og babyface bastard okay it's an 80 plus <laughs> podcast yeah i thought it was no swearing there is no swearing i mean in fact i've actually been called out for that before and uh, i thought what we'll do we'll get i never used to swear on the podcast is that is, is that true no <laughs> okay so never used to upset anyone no no i mean you never you never upset anyone no. you never tried to press anyone's buttons no um you just kept it pretty pc and pg right yeah that's right and so on that note i think we should start with the first tune that we're going to play and it's not track number one it's actually track number five but i actually thought i'd play this because okay this is one of my favorites and i thought we'd yeah. kick off with one of my favorites so this is Far Soul Music with the incredible Leanne Carroll, and this is the Dogger and Mind State remix. So should we get cracking with it? Let's do it. Jamie Lee says, you've got to have muscles to wear a muscle top, Degs. That is very true. <laughs> yeah, see, there we go. But yeah, it's actually fantastic to have you back flexing on the podcast, Mr. Coleman. So my first question, as this beautiful intro starts is, this is um, an amazing track from Billion Dollar Gravy. How did you come to getting in contact with Dogger and Mindstate for them to flip this flip this Well, I think they were the first people I spoke to about doing a remix. And uh, at that stage, nothing was allocated. So I said, which tune would you like to remix, guys? So they kind of had like an open plate, like an open canvas. And they straight away said fast soul music. Oh, really? So, um, and that's, all, that's always good if you can do that, yeah. you know. It's like I reached out to Key and Zero T, we'll play it later, but, yeah. you know, and he went for my dream. So it's nice to kind of like, if someone's excited about a tune already, yeah. hopefully going to get a good result. Well, right, let's, let's listen to it and let's have a go, let's come. And 
yeah, this is obviously a beautiful vocal from Leanne Carroll, of which you've had an incredible working relationship with her. When was actually the first time you met Leanne? Um, it would have been, yeah, it would have been 96. Wow. Um, because I was working with a drummer who was working in her jazz band, a drummer called Greg Lepard, mm -hmm. just recording breaks in the studio. And he said, you've got to check out Leanne Carroll. I did and she was amazing so I wrote Rewind for her yes. which is a tune on the first album Pull the Plug mm -hmm. um, and uh, it was actually this is in 1996 it was a tune about being addicted to the internet in 96 yeah. Yeah, it had was. a tune it so was did, was that I mean I'm trying to remember in 96 I was only 7 I think I do remember the internet but was that something that was happening like people were actually already getting addicted to it <laughs> what happened to me on dial up <laughs> How long did it take to download one? Yeah, anyway, I won't go what I was downloading, but um, uh, anyway. Uh, yeah, we won't tell anyone about uh, that, So, uh, yeah, so that, that was, Leanne came in and, and she was just gorgeous to work with. Yeah. She still is, you know. And she still is. And is, it, is, is there anything in the pipeline, potentially in the future, with you two collaborating together? Because it seems like, yeah. obviously, with this album, she featured on, what, three or four yeah. tracks? And it just seems that you have such great synergy together we as do. the second job. So. Yeah. No, and she came down for the album launch at, at Workhouse and absolutely smashed it. Fantastic. It was, it was beautiful. It was really good. So, yeah, I'd love to work with Leanne again. Brilliant. I would absolutely love to hear that as well. And you know what? I wanted to ask you a little bit about Workhouse. I mean, how... Now you've got your guns out and you... Oh, you're putting the guns away? Yeah. I'll get them out again, again okay. later. Okay, yeah. good stuff, yeah. good stuff. Um, how was Workhouse? It looked absolutely incredible. In fact, I have a little funny story for you. Someone messaged me saying, you're a legend, and I think they thought that I was Dynamite MC. Okay. So, um, I should, should I take offence? <laughs> no, I think Dom should take offence to that. <laughs> Definitely. I would. Um, so, no, it was... It, do you know what? It's such a lovely club. Yeah. It's... It kind of reminds me of how, in a way, how the, the really good early clubs in drum and bass were because it's got an amazing sound system, holds about 300 people, and the best bit is it's dark. So people haven't got their phones out. Oh, fantastic. So it's almost like what it used to be back in... It's just kind of dark and slightly red, so it's useless for taking selfies. Mm -hmm. Deliberate policy, I believe. Really, really, really nice. Really like that. And it just felt like we're all there for the music. Fantastic. Know? Well, I was absolutely gutted that I wasn't able to attend. Of course, I was, was down under, but um, I'm really, really happy that went well for you, my friend. And I think what we're going to do, we're going to move on to the next piece of music. Now this, if you don't mind me saying, is a classic. We're talking about both the original and actually this flip as well. So this is Billion Dollar Gravy, and this was the Watch the Ride remix. Now you have about 16, maybe 32 bars to tell everyone how this came together. Well, um, I actually, I gave this to, to Lenz and Lally first. Is that true? To, to do a remix, yeah, and they they didn't they couldn't really get their teeth into it, so uh, they had a go. Mm -hmm. um, so I was like, I was getting a little bit. What am I going to do? And what Watch the Ride for me have been one of the best production outfits over the last sort of eighteen months, twenty four months. And I, I reached out to them, and they were straight on it. Di was like, yeah, wow. I'd love to do that. 
And, uh, so that's Die, Dismantle, and obviously the Randall. Too Hot to Handle, Mr. Randall. Absolutely. And uh, I mean, it must be pretty cool because, you know, it's, I guess, especially someone like Randall, your sound and his sound are kind of on different ends of the spectrum. Yeah, completely. But what they've done with this is so, so good. It's so... Think about all these remixes on this album is they, they take the original and they don't just tear it a new one. They actually kind of develop the vibe of the original, you know? So uh, I'm, I'm so chuffed with this remix. And you know, I mean, I love the fact that this remix has come out just before festival season in the UK. Which, as yeah. you can tell, it's a little bit sweaty and hot in here, which is the reason why... I mean, I know your guns are away now, but my guns are still here. What's I've got shorts on for what it's worth. Shorts on. I knew. And so, have you had the opportunity to hear any of these tunes, but particularly this remix, Watch the Right Remix, on a big system yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've, I've been playing them out since I got them, you know, and uh, they they form the backbone of my set, really. And they, they all do the damage. It's, it's fantastic. Fantastic. You know, yeah, really pleased. people in the chat once again if you're just joining us right now you are locked into the 481st episode of the hospital podcast with i'm gonna say it again the esteemed gentleman <laughs> you can't see what's inside my head you've got no idea what you're talking about i've heard your opinions before and i and i'm still i'm still gonna call you an esteemed gentleman i'm sorry i have <laughs> i have too much respect for you tony and that's about it so i'm just gonna give uh, some shout outs from the chat room we've got brooks who says shout out tony and degs much love from the usa marky who says oi 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 i think that's a pretty quintessential british absolutely you've got way. jerry pollard who says such a wampa <laughs> And Winston Brakes is pre-phone raving, as it was, he's talking about. And of course, a friend of ours from Mexico, viewer, uh, who says, hey, I think that is the love heart. Big ups, Andy and Tony. Miss you guys. Well, you know what, my friend? Edward, Edward, Edward. Big love. Yeah, he's a great guy, right? Great guy. 100%. Okay, so now we're going to move on. I mean, I'm going to end up saying this word classic quite a lot, I think, over the next hour and a half, two hours. So this is a flip of different drums, and it's from two artists where you were instrumental in their signing to the label. So do you want to just tell us who these two young, fine gentlemen, esteemed gentlemen... (laughs) Esteem is the word of the podcast, quite, <laughs> quite clearly. You're jet-lagged, aren't you? <laughs> I am indeed, my friend, um, I am indeed. So this is, this is remixed by Whiny and Unglued. Mm-hmm. Who, um, yeah, I mean, they're, you know, they're absolute smashing it at the moment. Amazing producers, lovely guys. You know, it was really, really nice hanging out at Sun and Base together. Just like the four of us with Ellen. It was like really, really lovely. Wicked. Um, and uh, I knew that they would be able to do a really great job on this. And what I love, they've kind of left the vocal structure as it was in the original mm-hmm. and completely changed what's behind it. 
which is amazing, really, because the vocal structure tells a story. Yeah. And, and they've, they've got the story locked down. It's beautiful. I'm so, so pleased with this room. It's so grateful. And one thing that I've noticed about this album is that all of the dance floor tunes are in the same key as each other, so they're an absolute dream to mix together. Do you know what I have to admit, Tony? It's like a kit. It's, it is, it is. It is. It? It's like a, it's, it was honestly the easiest podcast I think I've ever put together. It's like a mix me kit in absolutely. D minor. It is, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's absolutely nothing wrong with D minor, by the way. D minor is one of the best keys. D minor is a wicked key. That's a great key. Yeah. So, obviously, this vocalist, Mr. Robert Owens, right? Yeah. You want to tell me a little bit about, or tell us, sorry, I keep, I keep thinking we're just having a sort of like a private chat in the hospital studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what we are. Well, we are. Um, and so, do you want to tell me a little bit about how you guys kind of came to collaborate together, uh, particularly whether it was the original 20 years ago or, or any other projects that you've been working on with him? Well, um, way, way back before I was making Jungle and Drum and Bass, I had a band called Is It? And uh, we were signed for one record to a label called Optimism in 19... 88 or 87 maybe I don't know somewhere around then mm -hmm. and uh, most of what that label did was kind of like rave a bit of kind of very sort of early kind of London housey stuff and they they had a tune with Robert Owens on that was how I discovered his voice and then a few, few years later when I met Chris and we were kind of talking about like who'd be good to, to do vocals He's a Robert Owens fan as well. Yep. So we started saying Robert Owens. We tracked him down. We had we shared a common publisher at the time, Westbury Music. Robert came down, just uh, got in the studio, and the first tune he did was My Dreams. This is the second tune that he did. I, I wrote this for him, having worked with him on My Dreams. So I knew his voice, I knew his range, and uh, his... The way he sang had lodged in my brain, so I could then write for him, mm -hmm. you know. And uh, and th this is the result. And you know, he he's one of those people you get into the studio. You have to have the mic on as soon as they walk in the studio. So you say that he's constantly almost expunging magic. You yeah, know, yeah, he, yeah, he yeah, yeah. Necessarily there's, write. There's, there's vocalists that I've worked with who who are like that. Who you have to record everything. There's, there's uh, Diane Charlemagne mm -hmm. was like that. Rest in peace, yeah. Robert Owens is like that. They will just improvise and jam amazing stuff from the get-go. So when you're getting your levels on the mic, you've got to record it, because that might be the best bit. Well, I mean, this, this, is, this, this vocal has some really positive memories for me, Tony. Like, it really genuinely does. Just like this whole original album was. And it, I actually, like I said before, whilst we were off air, like, I cannot believe this is 20 years old. It, yeah. It doesn't feel like that long ago because it felt like such a massive part of, like, kind of my, my teenage years. And so, talking about massive vocals, I think over this little section, we're just going to let this roll out. Yeah. This vocal is probably one of the most special vocals. And, I mean, you've worked with Leanne many, many times, but this is certainly up there in terms of her oh, quality, right? This, this really is, yeah. You must think the invisible woman The way you act Like I don't exist <laughs> You see I've got 
It's so warm. It's so, <laughs> so warm. beautiful. It's like a warm bath. Jeez. So no, yeah, when, Bop and Sunwave, um, right? Bop and Sunwave. Yeah, Bop, Bop and Sunwave. They were, they were my, my choice for this tune. Okay, so this, so this one wasn't offering it out to, to anyone. This was actually very, very, <coughs> yeah, very specific. I knew who I wanted. Okay. And, uh, but when I wrote this song, it was a halftime song on, on the album originally, on, on, on the first version. Mm -hmm. And the actual song is, I wrote it so that it's like a female android who's been abused in a relationship, gets out of the relationship and discovered that synthesizing is where it's at for her. Wow. And that's kind of what the song's about. Wow. Do you know, Tony, one thing I really love about just generally the music that you've made under, under Electricity over 20 years plus is just how involved you are with the writing of the vocals. And actually, I have mm. a little bit of experience with that just generally in the stuff that we, particularly the mixtape, uh, the first mixtape. Something is that something that you've always done? I mean, not you're not necessarily known front and center for your vocalism, even though you have vocal music in the past and obviously performed under the London Electricity Band whilst playing the bass and singing as well. What is it about vocals that you just feel attached to when it comes to writing? Is it just because you want to convey stories, or is it? Is yeah, it I mean, else? I am a songwriter at heart. You know, I was writing songs a long time before I produced any beats. So, um, and I always, I just don't like anemic, boring, average songs. You know, so I like. Is that why you tell tell me off quite a lot? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although, although, um, what was it? Fly my airplane down your runway. That that was a genius, genius line. And I, and I wouldn't let you use it. No, no I regret we, that. Uh, that we, was a mistake. We didn't. They didn't make the final cut, but. Um, but yeah, so I wanted to open it, uh, things up to the chat room, if that's okay. Yeah, let's do it, let's do it, let's do it. So if anyone in the chat right now on the 481st episode of the Amazing Hospital podcast has got any questions for Tony, whether it is about what he's up to now or about this amazing remix project of which you can hear Born to Synthesize with, of course, the Count and the amazing Bob and Subway remix. Yeah, Sam Pritchard, shout out to you, brother. My back's pretty good, thank you. <laughs> We're really glad to hear that collectively, my friend. So Keiko Campbell asks, are all Tony's songs stories? Um, not all, but actually quite a lot of them are. Yeah, yeah. mostly, yeah. And does that include also instrumental? When you just have like instrumental only songs, are you also trying to convey some sort of emotion? Nah. No. Okay. No, the, right. the music speaks for itself. The music speaks for itself. Just I go with that. the vibe on instrumentals, don't you? So this is what I wanted to do next, right? And it's just a little break from the remix project. And to celebrate NHS 500, which is quite a recent release, 
you create a piece of music and it's your first original piece of music for how long? Uh, four years. Yeah, four years. So is there any, you know, without meaning to put you on the spot or anything like that, I do apologise if I do, is there any particular reason why there was, we've not heard any kind of more original stuff from you in the last four years? Um, I just got really, really depressed during lockdown, basically. Mm. Had, had no ch no music in me. Mm -hmm. So um, that was, that's basically what happened. Kind, of the, kind of the main reason, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, when you came, when you came back, oh, you're, by the way, your Labradoodle is sort of just running around and chasing. Yeah. I think, I think he misses, misses you quite a lot. No, no, I'm here. Yeah, you're, you're here. here. Yeah, he's, he's here. Yeah. Do you want to, do you think Labradoodle wants to say hello? Come on, Pippi. Would you, would you pick him up? That's, that's he doesn't tend to like being picked up. No, no, no. 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 Well, there, for, he's shy. <laughs> there's anyone who doesn't believe us. But um, so yeah, I just wanted to, uh, just, I just wanted to play this piece of music just because I really, absolutely love this man. It's um, this to me is classic London electricity sound, but it also sounds a little bit kind of modern as well. What is the story behind the name Vasquez? Oh, well, I'm, I'm a massive fan of Aliens. Yep. So anyone who's seen the movie will know who Vasquez is. Okay. And uh, she's a very strong character. She's one of my favourite characters. Fantastic. In, mo in movie history. So um, I, was, I was actually thinking of making a whole album of tunes with all the tunes' titles taken from Aliens because there's so many good lines in, in that movie. You know, there's uh, Arseholes and Elbows. <laughs> a good one. <laughs> okay. Love and at first sight. Yeah, that's a brilliant, brilliant, you know. Brilliant just really, really yeah. quickly, from Joseph Maloney, this is actually a fantastic question. The Plan That Cannot Fail is my favourite song, Tony. What did you write that song about? Well, that, that, was just, that was just music. It's instrumental. So if it tells a story, it simply does because of the way the music is. Mm -hmm. um, and The Plan That Cannot Fail was a book that at the time my son, who was four or five, it was his favourite book. And it was called The Plan That Cannot Fail. And it was a Rasta Mouse book. And anyone who's got kids will probably know the rest of Mouse books. They're absolutely brilliant. Mm -hmm. And there was a whole little kind of like escapade called The Plan That Cannot Fail. And I just thought that's a really nice title for a child. Oh, it's a great title. It is a, it is a fantastic title. In fact, Scott Connolly says he saw a UFO in 1998. Wow. Wow. Well, I where? Mean, Scott, where? Yeah, please tell us more. So whilst Scott rustles up his story, we're going to play London Electricity Vasquez. This is on NHS 500. And to everyone that is locked in to the 481st episode of the Hospital Podcast, welcome. And someone is asking, how long are we on for? Hey, gang. Hey, gang. Right. I guess, how long, how long are we going to go on for? As I don't know. Yeah. For as long as we're on. Okay, well, let's do it then. Yeah. And Scott says, no, I wasn't on acid. Wasn't accusing you of anything. <laughs> Um, I forgot the rest. Rasta Mouse was actually an animation as well. Yeah. Yes. Thanks, Hyper Eagle. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, people of the chat room, please uh, keep yes. sending your questions. <clears throat> Rob C says, "Ever been mistaken for a man? No, have you?" The classic line from Aliens. <laughs> Big up, Jerry. It is indeed the Kenyan giraffe and the Sultan of South London. And we're back together once again. We are. When are we going to play another show together? It's been so long. There must I've be some coming running up. around the stage. There must be some coming up. I hope so. Are you, are you doing Glastonbury? I am indeed. Yeah. I'll jump on. I'm doing Glade, doing Shangri-La, so should be an opportunity. I mean, I hope so, my friend. I yeah. really do.
Yes, pneumatics. Nailed that one. <laughs> Pneumatic says the best duo since Chaz and Dave. <laughs> and oh wow, there's some really, really nice comments here. Do you know what? Thank you guys so much for locking in, locking on. It's this is uh, a live episode I've been really looking forward to for a long time. Um, without going too far and obviously saying too much, but Tony is a massive influence on myself. My little brother Matt as well, who you know quite well, yep. Muriyuki. He, by the way, sends his love. He oh. knew that we we're doing that today. Send it straight back to him. Send it straight back to him. Unfortunately, yeah. I don't know if he can actually get into the chat because of his new job. Okay. However, uh, he did say he's looking forward to the next time he can have a drink with you, and it's a non-alcoholic drink, of course. Big up Michael Kelly. Appreciate that comment, my friend. I remember watching your live performance on a feature from DMB Arena that was included with Andy C's debut mix. And that's from Joshua Gillette. Do you wow. remember this? I do. You do? I remember it well, yeah. Okay, do you want to tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, I think that was filmed um, at the Forum in Kentish. Oh no, somewhere around there anyway. Can't remember which venue. Um, but I oh, know it, it was one of the Odeons, one of the Apollos. Okay, nice, nice. But, um, and it was filmed at the Knowledge magazine drum and bass awards um we won best live act yeah of course and, you did of course, uh, of course you did <laughs> yeah it, is. it was a shot live there i so. love how you just sort of just brush that off i mean that's quite a big thing and uh well, we were the only only live drum and bass oh, act don't for put years. yourself down don't. i'm not putting myself down it's true okay, there was no competition enough. fair enough so this, this tune features um my 13 year old stanley on Fantastic. trumpet by the way wow he's wow, playing wow. all the horn parts Sam Pritchard's got a really interesting question, actually, which cool. if you're, I, feel, I hope you don't mind me relaying. Tony, what's more important, in your opinion, creativity and sound design or music theory? Well, creativity is the most important thing because everything else can be really boring without creativity, so there's no point. I agree. There's no point doing the theory and everything else if you're, if you're not creating something original. You've got some great answers, Tony, after a minute. You really do. Okay, so this track has been Vasquez, and like I said, it is out right now on NHS 500. So we're going to move into something else from the remix album of Billion Dollar Gravy, which came out over 20 years ago now. And this is another track, another classic from that album with Robert Owens. Remix by, by the way, one genuinely one of my favourite liquid soulful artists of all time, my friend. Yeah, Zero T. Kian, such. He's a prolific producer, but he's so reliable. Like every tune is right. All the all the parts are right, you know. So yeah, his strike rate is 100. percent Really is. Big up Kian. So yeah, just to confirm, this is London Electricity. The track title is My Dreams, featuring the amazing Robert Owens. And this is, of course, the Irish genius Zero T's on the flip. Let's go.
yeah, party people of the chat. How are we feeling on this fine, sunny afternoon in Herne Hill, South London? Let us know what you're up to out there. Let us know where you are. I'm going to give a massive shout out to Troy. Big up Pneumatics. Big up Hyper Eagle. Big up Forrest. Forrest Shabu. Oh, not, not Boris Johnson. I, I, I don't I, think he's I did get that. Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, big up Sam as well. Skyrocket says Vibes Crew. Sky Blue Gaming says Boom. Which I love that. Ryan Young says the weather is great in Calgary, Canada too. Nice. Right. Nice. Have you been over to Canada at all in I recent have. years? Not, not recently, but I went over a few times in yeah. the in the noughties. You know. What would you say is your? Well, I don't know if we're going to offend people with this question, but what would you say was your favourite place to play in Canada? It's too long ago to comment on that. It wasn't that long ago, was it? Yeah. Twenty years? No, 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 no. Probably more like sort of fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah. And Ryan, Ryan Yont says he came up to see me in Edmonton. I remember playing in Edmonton. Wow. That's all I remember of that gig, <laughs> that I played it. It's great being old. You're not old, Tony. You have so much energy, my friend. And it says, Fishy says, mate, public holiday tomorrow, beer in hand, London electricity and decks on the stereo, overcast though here in Cologne. That is in Germany, right? Cologne is in Germany, well done. Yep. And uh, yeah, big shout, big shout, Fishy, I think. Is that you pronounce your name, Fishy? I think so. I think so. Yeah. yeah. So coming up next, we're going to play again one of the classic tracks of Billion Dollar Gravy. But this artist is a relatively new artist on the scene and someone that you were probably one of the very, very first people to champion, what, from what I saw anyway. Um, you know, he's obviously remixed other, other songs from you in the past. Yeah. So I'm just going to let this tune fade and just want to ask you a couple of questions <coughs> about your relationship with this individual, if that's okay. And I don't mean like that, Tony. I saw the smile there. <laughs> This is a PG podcast, of course. So, this next track is, of course, London Electricity. It is called Come Dancing, and this is the Mosey remix. So Mosey is someone, like I said, is someone you have been champion, championing from the, I know, I know, I'm twisting my words, that's the jet lag, from the very, very start. So how did you come to actually get in contact with Mosey? I can't, I can't remember how where I first heard Mike, um, his his music, but I, I was really really impressed because he has got that touch to make um, jump up that everyone loves that isn't cheesy. Mm -hmm. You know, he, he, like him and Serum, they've got that kind of thing going where they can do that with tunes. You know, do you feel sometimes with <coughs> jump up it can be a little bit on the whole like? clowny kind of <coughs> well, from time I mean like from back in like you know back in the early 2000s clown step became a th became a thing you know god I, I forgot do that do you remember afraid. clown step yeah I do yeah it was it was like four to the floor patterns and yeah, yeah. okay I do remember um, that yeah and so but goods jump up is funky it's like really really funky and that, mm. that's where Mosey excelled mm -hmm. you know so um I was like I was really, really impressed with his attitude and I spoke to him and he's such a lovely guy. Mm -hmm. 
So um, I got him to remix Funkopolis from the Building Better Worlds album. Yeah, he smashed uh, excellent that. album, by the way. Excellent he smashed album. that, that he remix. He really did. And, and he, uh, do you know, he's actually done this. I have to admit, because I hadn't actually heard the project until um, until only a few days before release, I think was the first time I'd heard it in preparation for this podcast. And when I saw Come Dancing, the Mosey remix, I have to admit, I wasn't sure what, what I was going to think of it. I didn't kind of envisage how those kind of two elements, the, the kind of soulful, the bounciness of Come Dancing would mix with the sort of 2020s upfront non-cheesy but just excellent kind of big room jump up I mean how come you how come it was this particular track just before we play it how come it was this particular track you decided to get Mosey to remix I actually have no idea it could be the title <laughs> it's sort of such an infantile title maybe that's what made me think about Mosey <laughs> I don't know oh my god <laughs> and it, it's also like the actual the original tune is it's such a funny tune yeah um, it's a kind of really weird tune with a great video, mm -hmm. you know, um, and uh, and it's all based on this kind of like little tea dance string loop. Um, it sounds like it's being played by old spinsters, yeah. you know. Um, and uh, I don't know. I just thought it. Actually, I, I did. I did give it to Mark Serum first. Oh, did you? Yeah. Right. And, he, and he, he just didn't have time or couldn't do it or something. Right, right. Um, and uh, so then then I offered it to Mike. And when Mike sent this sketch, I didn't like it at first. Did you not? I turned it down. <laughs> I was like, no, no, not in it. It's, and, I guess that's one then, of the... Like, yeah, everyone, everyone in the office here at the hospital was going, you mad? You know, oh, really? So did they, did they kind of so, sway you a little bit? So, well, yeah, so I, I kind of then... Then I was doing a gig in Poland and I opened with it just to see what would happen. And right. It just devastated the room. So I was like, yeah... Fantastic. Well, I like it now. I think you know, what we should do. And I do like it. I, love I, mean, it. I absolutely love this. This is absolutely brilliant. And uh, I think we're going to play this. I'm actually going to play it as original tempo as well because it's a little bit quicker at yeah. 178. Um, so I think we should. I think we should give it the beans at 178. All right. This is Come Dancing, but this is the Mosey remix. People of the chat, let us know what you think of this. And like I said, if you have any questions for Mr. Coleman, if you have any questions for just generally anyone here. Uh, which is just me and you too. Me, me and you. Just and, us. And, and some just producers us. in the background. There's Mr. King George as well. Uh, but yeah, let us know. Okay. And yeah, pneumatics, you're right. Mosey should be. I mean, Modi is a comedian, basically. He's he is, like, yeah. his videos are reaching levels. That latest one, roller skating. Did you oh see? Oh my it? God, I don't, literally saw that about two hours before we jumped on. It's so funny. It's absolutely <laughs> wicked. And that's, that's something I really love about Mike is the way he will mercilessly take the piss out of himself mm -hmm. on his promo mm -hmm. and build it and build it and build it. It's beautiful. He's, he's really got it locked. He's got to be the most confident individual I think I've ever come across. It's, it's incredible to watch. But he's very is. humble, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, and he's got all the same kind of fears and everything that the rest of us have. But he just goes out there and does it. Love it, man. It's too sick. Wow, Quark. That's a tricky question. Quark asks, Tony, what is your best tip for putting your music ideas into reality? Um, stop thinking about it and do it. That's my tip. You recently have been working with people kind of along those lines, right? In terms of stop thinking and just do more. Yeah. Do you want to tell us a little bit more about that? 
Yeah, I mean, it's, it's something that I've realised sort of early this year is that thinking is not only overrated, it's extremely counterproductive. Mm-hmm. The key is action, inspiration and intuition. Wow. And so, so yeah. Fishy, the legendary Fishy from Cologne, I do apologise about your overcast evening in what is a great country of Germany. Tony, how influenced do you feel your music has been over the years from emerging D&B subgenres? That's a very good question. I, I actually don't know. Um, I mean, I'm influenced by anything musical, regardless of whether it's D&B or subgenres or whatever. Um, so... Uh, you know, my record collection is very strange, mm-hmm. but I, I enjoy strange music. So, um, just influenced by whatever turns me on, really. Right. Kevin Littlestar, right? Turn me on. And so, with this, with this kind of, this, this kind of flip, this sound, is this something that is a big part of your set? You, you mentioned you played it in Poland, yeah. and you did that more of a, as a test. Now yeah. when you play it, does it have a kind of different emotional feeling for you? Now you've kind of, you're on board with the piece of music? Well, it, it goes off, so, um, and what, what I enjoy doing is mixing it with different tunes to see how that works, to see how the blend works mm-hmm. and so forth. But, you know, the drop on a tune like this is the drop. So, um, yeah, I just love playing it. Yeah, mate, yeah, honestly, it's wicked, man. It's wicked. Bobcat, long time no see indeed. Hazy smoky skies in New York due to Canadian fires. I heard about that on the radio as I was coming down. Kids have been let off school because of the air quality. Yeah, well, stay safe out there, uh, people of New York and of course, southeastern Canada as well. So we've got Big Up from Vienna. Um, Fishy, of course, says Mad Tune. Oh, Django Fett says, have you ever tried sampling big band music from the 40s or 50s? Um, I refer you to the title track of my first album that I made with Chris. Pull the plug. Go and have a listen. Okay. And of course, uh, we are now coming towards one of your instrumental tunes, which has been flipped by someone um, who is absolutely smashing the jungle style music. It's on this side, my friend, so I do oh, apologise. Cool, cool, cool. I'll just mention his name just to make it easier for you. I, I'm just expecting you to telepathically know what the hell I'm talking about. Yeah, Comrade Subs. Comrade Subs, right. So, yeah. Comrade Subs is someone that I personally really, really rate. So, this original is To Be Me. How did you come across, how did you come to collaborating with Comrade on this particular track? And why is it this particular track that you a chose? Bit like, um, a bit like Key and Zero T, I felt, particularly over lockdown, coming out of lockdown into 2021, of all the tunes that I was getting sent, um, Comrade was shining for me. And he did that tune, Bonfire on Solvent, mm, which mm. is an absolute that's banger. A, that's a heater, man. That's a Beautiful. Heater. Mm-hmm. And it still lights up, you know, so it's still in my set. And uh, so I definitely want, wanted Connie to do a tune and um, asked him to do To Be Me. He's done a really nice kind of like slightly understated techie version. Love it. Yeah, fantastic. All right, so let's get cracking. Hospital Podcast 481, To Be Me. Comrade Subs Remix.
Yeah, big up Assad. He's saying big up from Indonesia, Mr. Coleman. You are the man. Yes, Assad. Um, so who, who else we got here? The Plantista. Hi. Um, ah, Yumke Verplugen. Imka. Is it Imka? Imka. Thank you. She's Imka. a great girl, by the way. Great girl. Imka Verplugen. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah, I'm glad you didn't miss all of the podcasts. Of course, this will be available on YouTube afterwards and also Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and so on. Yes, Melissa in Pittsburgh. Cloudy there too. And we are the best duo since Hale and Pace. I'm looking to Gav. I think we're going to have to do a podcast like this again, Tony. You know what I mean? Just quickly as well, I wanted to kind of plug some other stuff that you've been doing. Of course, the Fast Soul Music podcast is been out. I mean, you've listened to how many episodes have you done now? 29, I think. 29, yeah. 29. And it is Fast Soul flipping music, right? It is. And but you've uh, now migrated to Cool FM. Yeah, so um, Genius asked me to do a show yeah. on Cool FM. And uh, so I wanted it to be daytime because evenings are just a bit inconvenient for me. Yeah. Um, and uh, so it's 11 till 1 on Thursdays. Fantastic. And I'm, t- I'm taking Fast Soul Music on there. We did the first one last week. The next one's tomorrow. So do tune in. Link, link to all my socials. And uh, it's just lovely to have the framework of a weekly two-hour show. Right. And it's week. So I was going to ask. It's not. I thought it was fortnightly. No, it's it weekly. Was, it's week. Yeah. So, I mean, it's two hours. How do you find enough fast soul music to cover two hours? Well, I, I was freaking out about that when right. I was putting putting the list together for the first show. Um, and I only got through just over half the tunes that I that I prepped because there was so much interaction. You know, they've, they've got a mobile phone next to the decks with a WhatsApp on it, and yeah. people just like send their shouts onto the WhatsApp. So it's, it's kind of really pirate in, in that sense. Amazing. It's lovely. So it's still kind of, you know, the new cool show has kept a lot of the old elements for you, and uh, like yeah. it used to be, whilst obviously now being above board and legal and all the rest yeah, of it. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. No, it's wicked. They've got lovely studios, and uh, it's just nice. It's nice, nice going somewhere for a regular show. So amazing. And it gives me a little kind of structure. To my, to my week, you know, which, which I really appreciate. Great stuff. So in the description, what we will do after the podcast is we will make sure that all the details for Tony's new weekly, I was going to say fortnightly, but it is mm. weekly, Thursday, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Fast Soul Music on Call FM. Yeah, guys, lock in, lock on. I certainly will be tomorrow. Uh, pneumatics. Uh, I don't. I don't think Cool FM would be that happy if I uploaded the radio show I was doing there on, onto my own Spotify thingy. So, <laughs> but I, I will try and keep doing some. Um, just like, just to keep it. You know, to keep the podcast out there. Don't worry. But thank you. I 
Oh, oh wow, Pepsi says, yeah. love this. Miss Tony on here managed to get a signed copy of Yikes today too. I don't even have a signed copy of Yikes. Well, I did sign about a thousand of them. So <laughs> there's probably quite a few second-hand ones out there, if you know what I mean. I so, used to hate signing records. Really? Just like, I've got a really shit signature. Right. Sorry, I'm not, not, not allowed to swear. Do apologise. No, no, I didn't, no, I didn't say that. I'll, I'll, um, I'll bleep it out later. I've got a rubbish <laughs> signature. I'm embarrassed by it and feel ashamed of it. And to do a thousand like that is my worst nightmare. But there you go. Mm -hmm. Scott Connolly says, Fantasy FM Sheffield in the 90s, Wicked Pirate Station, Easy D, MC Rush. Jeez, I love that, I love that. So, moving on to another track from this incredible remix project, but this time, you haven't asked another individual or another group to remix this. This was something that you have updated yourself, and that is the classic Life is Beautiful. Yeah, so this was the great drum and bass swindle. Yep. Um, which Loggy remixed, Logistics. Yes. And uh, and I just I was just tinkering, and I just thought it'd be nice to go do a real sort of deep, muted piano, liquid kind of spacious version, and mm -hmm. it worked. It worked really well. It works really well. I mean, this again this is one of my favourites on the project, um, and yeah, it's also nice to hear more London Electricity versions of London Electricity. It's like mm. London Electricity's Inception kind of mirrors into your own mind. <laughs> Esteemed gentleman core sort of thing. And there you go. I think I've lost I've lost, lost the plot now with my jet lag. Play the shoe, play the shoe, mate. Yeah, shut up, Diggs. Yeah, check out the video for this. It's really lovely. Marky says the frog in the video is awesome. <laughs> Definitely. And the bird. I mean, that baseline is so warm, man. Uh, atmospheric says silky smooth. I must admit, this really is silky smooth. People of the chat, let us know what you think of this one. A flip of the great drum and bass swindle entitled Life is Beautiful. This, this is one of those sessions in the studio where I, I didn't think at all. I was just, just in the moment just doing, you know, and I think it shows because it feels really natural. I ruin so many tunes by thinking too much when I'm in the studio. Seems to be quite a, a theme of sort of like the advice that you would give to people, overthinking, maybe kind of like delving too deeply into mm. into the music. Do you, you just feel like sometimes it's just the brain fart is, is, yeah. is the one, right? Yeah. Leave your phone outside the studio and turn the internet off on your studio computer. Oh, wow. Big, big pieces of advice. You know, I'll actually have to take that advice myself, to be honest. I am 
a sucker of procrastinating in the studio because yeah. I start to self-hate a little bit. Do you, do you see what I mean? Like, yeah. I yeah. just start to think, listening to that same loop again and again, yeah. I start to really struggle to get into the music. So do you feel that if you just leave your phone there, you kind of get over that or? Well, no, that's that's one that's one tool to use is, is not having internet in the studio. Um, I did a production course in 2021 called uh, Finish More Music, which, um, which really helped me because it's all about getting electronic dance music producers to stop just sitting there with a loop going round and round, which I, I do. I think we all do, actually. And then your tune stays like a little 16-bar loop forever, and it never, never kind of comes out into the world. So one of their techniques is to have a load of template structures copied out that you can copy from your own tunes or anyone else's tunes and just like have the structure as a diagram and then put that on your loop and roll your loop out according to that structure so it brings life to it and it becomes a functional tune. That's interesting. And then you can start to develop the ideas. So it's it's using the right side of the brain and the left side of the brain for different things. Very interesting. You know, it really works. So, you know, it's amazing how much sense that makes, but you just never sort of... Yeah. I mean, it's all someone vocalises it like you've just done. Yeah. It's, it's, a, really it's a powerful thought. technique. Okay. Very good. Very good. And Rob C says, you know what, and I, I have to admit, I am actually going to watch this podcast back and listen to some of this advice, if you don't mind. Uh, Rob C says, advice from a master. Thanks both for everything you do. Bring so much positivity to all of us in times of need, especially. And today's session, been amazing. Peace out. Well, we're not quite done yet. We're not done. We're not done. See you later, Rob. But <laughs> Go on, off you go. Off you go. <laughs> off you go and do whatever's more important than watching this. Yeah, nice. What could be more important than watching two guys having a great time listening to drum and bass in South East London, right? Absolutely. It's just ridiculous. So, moving on to track number 10, of the remix project. Now this is main ingredient, once again featuring the incredible Leanne Carroll. And this remix is by, and I have to admit, this artist I believe is one of the most underrated artists in all of, not only drum and bass, but especially within the liquid soul kind of fraternity. <clears throat> yeah. Someone that you've, again, championed for many, many years now. Yeah, Do yeah, you want to yeah. tell us a little bit more about Hugh Hardy and, yeah, and how Hugh you Hardy, kind of I'm, came? I'm such a fan of, of, of Hugh's work. You know, he's, he's very humble. Um, he doesn't do big self-promotion. He just gets on in the studio and kind of like, and there's so many gems in his catalogue. You know, I really, really rate Hugh. Mm. And uh, he did, um, he did Building Better Worlds for for that album. Did, did did Build a Better World, the kind of title track. Amazing remix of that. Absolutely brilliant. And I, when, I, when I asked him to remix this, I was hoping he'd do something like that, you know. And uh, and he, and he, he actually he actually made a banger, which kind of shocked me at first. I was like, he does have that what? in his locker though, doesn't he? Well, I was like, uh, but I've really, it's really grown on me. Right. You know. I love it now. I would you think, would you say this was another similar to Mosey's flip of Come Dancing? Was this something that took you a while to get on board with? Or no, this, quite quite different. This is actually very complex. What what he's done, mm -hmm. um, and it took me a while to get my head round his angle and what he'd done. But now I've got my head round it. I absolutely love it, and I love playing it out as well because it it just goes off really really well. Fantastic. All right, let's give this a spin. So party people of four hundred and eighty one. This is London Electricity, main ingredient, featuring the amazing Leanne Carroll, and of course, this is the Hugh Hardy remix. Straight away, the saturation on, on the, on the yeah. kit was amazing. 
Yeah. Just quickly, Pneumatic says, Degs, mate, one of the best things I have bought is a cheap timer from Amazon. I set it to 20 minutes, then I have to move on to the next element. Sometimes I'll carry on, but not often. Good idea. Wow. Okay. Good technique in the studio. Yeah, definitely. And there's various sort of techniques you can use, like you will make three tunes in a week. So you and, will and no do matter it. what happens, you yeah. will finish those three tunes. And it doesn't and matter if even if they're not quite ready. Another another technique is to spend Monday and Tuesday just jamming out ideas. Um, spend when Wednesday imposing structure on those ideas. Thursday and Friday. Um, start to finesse within the structure, knowing that you are producing to delete. So you're going to bin it, you're going to delete it at, at the end. Genius. Obviously, if it's really good, you won't, but <laughs> don't be afraid to delete stuff. Don't hang on to it. Don't right. keep playing that bloody loop. Yep. Love that. Shout out to Melissa, who is bringing Hugh Hardy out on his debut stateside tour this weekend. Yes, yes. Being Supreme says, no surprise here, Hugh Hardy delivers. That's why he signed him, right? Let's be honest. <laughs> uh, Cynthia Ocon says, uh, why is it called Billion Dollar Gravy, though? Well, that's a good question. Yeah, there is not a good answer to that, to that good question. <laughs> I, I kind of thought you would say that. <laughs> My, one of my favourite albums growing up is Billion Dollar Babies by Alice Cooper. And 2003, there was a big kind of like Iraq oil thing going on. So for some reason, I went for Billion Dollar Gravy. I know, I know. That's almost as bad as Come Dancing. I mean, oh, I don't know. I think Billion Dollar Gravy is better than Come Dancing. <laughs> Come Dancing is just cool because it's it's just amazingly juvenile. And do you know, one of the things I found quite funny is that when Come Dancing, the Mosey remix came out, I actually read some of the comments and a lot of people were just cracking up at Come Dancing. <laughs> yeah. was kind of funny. Very infantile. But, you know, in the studio sometimes we have to kind of, like, regress to, to being 11 or 12 years old. Yeah. To just get through it without going mad. Smallworth says, Tony, how often have you had to get up in the night because there was a tune in your head that you had to bring to the machine? I did used to do that quite a lot. Uh, I, don't, I don't do that anymore because I sleep so deeply now that nothing will wake me up. It's a good thing. Getting, getting a good night's sleep is also good for creativity. I used, to, I, used to, I used to get woken up by dreams where I had the best musical idea in the world in my dream. Yeah. And I had a notepad by my bed and I'd wake up and I'd write it down, go back to sleep. And then when I woke up properly and had a look at it, it'd be rubbish. You know? Yeah, it's, a, it's annoying when that happens because your brain can kind of sort of play a few tricks on you, making yeah. you think, no, this is going to be a great idea. You try your very, very best to translate this kind of half-remembered idea that you had in your head whilst you were, of course, in REM sleep. And then you wake up in the morning and you think, that is just 
flipping terrible. Yeah, dreams are as misleading as drugs, unfortunately. Uh, unfortunately so. So yeah. you know what? Don't do drugs, kids. Just uh, just listen to the Billion Dollar Gravy Remix Project, please, <laughs> instead. That is the best drug that you can have, right? So, um, just going to give some shout-outs in the chat. Of course, Melissa, who is putting on Hugh's very, very first USA tour. I saw that his visa was accepted. Uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing how that goes for him. Yeah, it'll as be he, good. It'll be good. I think it'll be good, all right? Amazing. I think... The USA, for some reason, is really popping off when it terms of liquid and soul music at the moment. Really, really appreciating it. And I think of all the ambassadors that we could, like, we sent him out there, but, you know, we could send out there. I think Hugh is yeah. probably just up there. And in fact, Jerry Pollard says, do drugs. Do drugs what? Do, do, do just do drugs. <laughs> do drugs do what, Jerry? Do drugs make you happy? Because <laughs> they definitely don't. <laughs> okay, so moving on to... Unfortunately, the last tune of this project, but we're not done. Okay. We're going to play uh, a couple more after that as well. Yep. Um, and actually going to play my favorite of your discography, which I would be very interested to know if this track that I'm going to play a bit later is in your top five of your own discography. Okay. But until we move on to that, we're going to play something uh, by an artist who I really, really rate. I've actually just played a new piece of music with him that comes out on the 30th of June, which I will tease in the Ooh. next podcast. And this gentleman is Kimian Law. Mm. Again, someone you have championed for many, many years now. In fact, I remember before I signed, seeing this mixed race guy for, with Bantu blood and thinking, oh, he kind of looks like me. It's, it's amazing. And his music is so well-structured, well-put-together, very, very intelligent. He's remixed Harlesden from, mm. the original, uh, from the original album. How did this come about? I couldn't think who who could remix this, and then I think it was because the original's got kind of these quite funny loungy little vocal bits in, dum da dum, ding da dum, and uh, I'm a huge Kimmy Andal fan. You know, he is. So, someone talked earlier about creativity and music theory and stuff. Well, he is the essence of creativity. Mm. You know, you never know what you're going to get, and some of his tunes they devastate the dance floor, and people. It pops off, and then people are really surprised by what's happening after it pops off. You know, um, he's a brilliant, brilliant producer with a great mind and a and a brilliant spirit. So, um, and what he's done on there's a little live clip that that we we shared of him playing this live, and um, yeah, what he's done on it is absolutely amazing. It's brilliant. It? It's brilliant, and it's you know, like you said, we've creativity has kind of been like a main theme of some of the questions of the, this podcast. And he really does embody that. And Nico is a fantastic individual as mm, well. He really is. Very, very easy to work with. Um, certainly very passionate when it comes to trying different things. But he's one of those kind of artists, from my perspective, artists and producers that can try different things, but somehow draw it back enough yeah. so it is accessible. Yeah. You can relate to it in some way, even though it is probably some soundscapes that you've and some sound design that you've never really listened to or thought of yourself. And, and his genius is in the spaces. As right. well, if you listen to like Taproot or Changwa, mm -hmm. those tunes, great, man. they they just go off like mm -hmm. you wouldn't believe, and they're completely different from everything else you're playing in your set. So sorry to interrupt. I was going to say Changwa. Where where were we, Tony? You played it somewhere. Oh, I just can't. I can't think of it. But you played it somewhere, and it was after just like kind of something a bit more jungle, yeah. and it absolutely took the crowd by yeah. surprise. It does. In fact, it took me by surprise because I remember turning around and being like, Yeah. It and then, it's one of those tunes it sucks the, the, the oxygen out of the room in a good way yeah, you know yeah, yeah, yeah. love it fantastic okay right so 
This is Halston, and this is the Kimian Law remix. You just mentioned earlier, you said a lot of its genius comes in the spaces. Yeah. This is definitely something I can hear in real time now, now that I have that kind of phrase in my mind. Yeah. It's just not, you know, it's the decisions that he makes are just, they all seem to be the right ones at the right time. Yeah, you they know are. what I mean? Yeah. And if, if you listen to this this remix, there's no repetition. So there's no eight or 16 bars that are the same. Okay. All variation going on all the time. It's absolutely amazing. Skyrocket asks, Tony, who did the original vocal on Halston? Um, it was, I think, my 50th birthday party. Um, I hired uh, a big place in the Black Mountains in Wales, and a load of us went down there, including Elsa Esmeralda, who did the vocal on Just One Second. Yes. And for my present, she had burned three CDRs of Swedish lounge music. She knew how much I'd I enjoyed lounge music. Wow. And I just sampled the guts out of them, basically. So I don't know who it is. I have no idea. No. So they were just like a, a, a sorted collection of random Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. No track list or anything. So Bean Supreme says, Tony clearly knows how to choose the right people for the right tracks. Well, Tony, like I mentioned earlier, you're so kind of deeply involved with not only the songwriting, but, you know, like the lyrical content and mm. the vocals. And when it comes to curation, when working with artists in a collaborative aspect, it's something that you quite clearly take very, very seriously. I mean, yeah. I, it seems like every decision that you make is with an intention when it comes to collaborating with people. Would you say that's kind of true? I don't, it's not, it's not, there's no intention as such. It's more like, um, I, I listen to my guts. You know, I listen mm. to my gut feeling. And I mean, it's, it's, it's like writing music, selecting, Different elements, A and Ring artists, signing artists. It's all, it all comes from the from the gut. You know, you have to unblock yourself and just allow your intuition to take over. And that, that's when the right decisions can be made. If you overthink it, it goes wrong. And that's the theme of the podcast, right? Do not overthink. Get stuff done, and don't stick with the same flipping loop. I guess. So that concludes the entire remix project. That is out right now. Um, Tony. All I can say is thank you very, very much for coming on. But we're not done yet. Thanks, Andy. I just wanted to Thanks thank for having you. me. So just a kind of a couple of questions for myself before we play my favourite of your tracks in your discography. Mm. And it was actually quite a hard decision just to pick which one it was because there are a few, of course, um, I have to, you've, you've just mentioned it as, 
Elsa es Esmeralda, we can't even say it, Esmeralda. <laughs> Tongue twister. Just one second is one. Uh, and of course, RIP to Apex, who I remember the first time you played that. I think I uh, the, the, the remix, I think I just signed to the label. Was that 2017? Which remix? The, the Just One Second remix. Well, that now that came out in 2006, something like that. So what was the Apex? The Apex remix yeah, of? Apex, Just One Second. Oh, okay. I remember the first time I played it with I, you. Well, no, that might be 2010, actually, but I, I first played that at Matter. Oh, of course. Hospitality, Hospitality and Matter. Matter. Yeah, that yeah. might be where it was, because I remember going to those matters. And then, so it could have been that, but I decided to go with Hanging Rock. Okay. So Hanging Rock... Firstly, what's the name about? Is there a name? Is there a reason why it's called Hanging Rock? Yeah, there's a there's an Australian art house film called Hanging Rock, and uh, and obviously I didn't sample anything from it in this. Okay, so this is all. You seem very happy with that. I can just see your dog. Sorry, guys. Yes, yeah, yeah. Pippin's over there. Pippin his is tail. over. Yeah, he, okay. he approves. So before, come in, come in, through here. Hello. So he doesn't like being picked up, does he? No, he doesn't like being picked up, really, so it's not, it's not really fair on him. So what I'm going to ask you, just before we play Hanging Rock Tony, is what have you got in the pipeline for us um, next? In uh, terms of music, have you got remixes, shows, anything you want to plug right now? Of course, we've mentioned that you've got your Call FM show, which is tomorrow morning yeah. at 11 o'clock. Well, I've got, um, I've got a nice amount of festivals coming up, um, two different stages in Glastonbury. Amazing. Um... And I think after that, I've just been invited to go and do a show in Kiev, um, nice. in Ukraine. Oh, wow. And uh, Which is going to be really, really interesting. I mean, that would be very emotional, right? Fly to Poland, get a 13-hour train from Poland to, to Kiev. Um, and uh, I just want to bring some music there, you know, because uh, I'm very, very much... Uh, I've got a lot of friends in, in Ukraine. Mm. And, uh, you know, Slava, Ukraine, Russia is a terrorist state. I can say that because it's true. I mean, it's it's it's. I never thought I'd see war on the continent. It's um, absolutely heartbreaking yeah. to see. So you have to you have to get a train for thirteen hours yeah. in order to get there from Poland. Yeah, from Poland. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Well, well I'm sending love, uh, and I really hope that you can spread some joy and some music out there. Yeah, and then uh, there's uh, Electric Castle. Yes, in, in which is in Romania, right? Hospitality on the beach. I was going to ask. So you're returning to Hospitality on the beach? Yeah. Last time you yeah. couldn't make it. Yep. And I was going to say, I think if I remember correctly, it's because you were, one of your boys had his sort well, important exams? It was half term and uh, they were both, they both had to revise for their exams. So I had to be there to kind of like just make them do it. And I, I didn't feel like it'd be fair for me to go and sort of like party on the beach. I really respect that because... When they're at home revising. So yeah, of course. I, and, and they're at important ages, right? I mean, that's an yeah, important yeah, yeah. time of their, of their lives. In, in so this, this time it's right at the end of term for them so I can bring them over. And hopefully Stanley will get his trumpet out and play on my set. You know, I love that. I'm trying to persuade him to do that in Glastonbury as well. Fantastic. And you know, I actually remember having a bit of a dance off with Stan. If you remember, it's yeah, 20... yeah, yeah, yeah. When, when he was nine. nine. He was nine. Yeah, 2019. He, right? he was break dancing on the stage and rapping and doing all that kind yeah. of stuff. So yeah. In fact, he kind of um, he he showed me up quite a lot. So I have got to get him back. He's got some moves. He has got some moves. He, but he does. He's too cool. He's 13 now. He won't dance. Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh, okay. So he's going through that stage where he's just like. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, Stanley, if you're watching, big up yourselves. And um, yeah, just want to give a massive shout out to everyone that's in the chat right now. Yeah. This Th is... Thanks, everyone. Yeah, honestly, it's been, it's been amazing to have you here, man. And um, 
last thing I would want to ask you, would you be up for coming back at some point in yeah. the near future? I know you're very busy with Fast Soul Music, but... Of course, of course, anytime. That would be fantastic. Anytime. Tony, thank you so, so much. Thanks, Andy. London Electricity, you are an absolute legend. This track is the last track we're going to play. Of course, we're going to talk a little bit more over this, just because I love this so much. This is Hanging Rock. If you've had not had the opportunity to listen to Billion Dollar Grave... <laughs> Gravy? <laughs> that, was the, that was the rave, right? Yeah. Um, Billion Dollar Gravy, please... Go and listen to it. Not only the original, but also the Amazing Remix project. Thank you to all the artists, of course, that have been featured on this. And yeah, listen to this. Hanging Rock. Some guy says, get the guns out one more time for us, Tony. I think you're gonna have to, my friend. All right then. <laughs> this is just for some guy. <laughs> This just really reminds me of the live band. Matt, the, the drum fills in this are awesome, bro. Because I, I made this when the live, we were touring the live band, so it was very much with the whole live band in mind. Right, right, right. You know. And yeah, check out Leanne's solo halfway through this bit. It's absolutely wicked. Bean Supreme says, fast, swole music. And I love this breakdown, man. Everything begins and ends. Yeah, that's not sampled from exactly the film at all. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember doing making this shit and get, getting Leanne in, and she was like, what do you want me to do? I, I was like, do a great gig in the sky by Pink Floyd. Just do, do that. And wow. 
And she only just went and did it. She it was made, amazing. She, she made it work so well. Yeah, it's yeah, actually yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's when you know you're working with a world-class artist who's able to translate an idea. Absolutely. Like that. Yeah, that's 100%. amazing, man. I like the Urban Dawn remix better though. Do you really? Yeah, I do. That is a surprise. Yeah. Because I love Felipe. Felipe's done an excellent job of Felipe's Felipe. a genius. I mean, he is a genius. You know, I was sitting there, I got, finally got an opportunity to sit with him in the studio, actually in person. Nice. The first time at the back end of last year. And just watching him with a guitar and a piano was, you think of him, particularly his newer sound was quite crunchy, saturated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But he is a complete musician. Oh, he's a great musician. He really is. He's a wicked musician. Yeah, Pneumatic says, the one thing I love about Tony's music, his tunes don't seem to age. 100%. Unlike the man himself. Oh, I knew you were going <laughs> to say, I knew it. I should have turned the mic off at that, bro, at that point, right? I'm not going to let you cuss yourself anymore. I'm not, I'm not having that. <laughs> this for a while. Bro, this is a beautiful piece of music and again has so many epic and just positive and warm memories for yeah. me. So thank you so much for this, man. Thanks like, for bringing it. Yeah, go, oh, Lee, go uh, Leanne, Carol. Go Leanne, oh, Carol. Amazing. amazing. That little, that little what a genius. 16 solo that she did in the middle there was nice. And even that, that uh, in the breakdown, I didn't get a chance to talk about it, but the little electric guitar. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's so sick, man. Scott Connolly says, one more, please. Party people of the chat. 481st episode of the Hospital Podcast. Would you guys like one more from us? There's a bit of a time delay, so we might be waiting for yeah, a while. Yeah. We'll, we'll anticipate that one of you said yes. Well, at least one, maybe yeah. maybe two. Yeah. So what we're gonna um, what we're gonna do now is now I wouldn't you know generally I'm not I'm not gonna have a massive wedding speech or anything like that, but I would not be standing here um, being able to do what I do for a living personally if it wasn't for yourself. Um, you obviously saw a couple of videos of mine back in. 2017. I wouldn't have seen those had Chris Blue Martin not brought them to my attention. Massive shout out to Chris Blue Martin, man. Absolutely and, massive uh, shout out. Yeah, and I was like, wow. Thank you so much, Tony. We should sign this guy. And, and, he, and he did. <laughs> so, yeah. so you kind of waited for everyone to go on their summer holidays and then just made the executive decision. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of felt like I was um, proving myself from day one. So thanks for that, mate. Yeah, put you on the spot there. <laughs> you put me yeah, on the spot. Yeah, you did. So, um... So this track is done over the Might Kiss remix of Just One Second. Yeah. And this is actually 
this was actually how we introduced myself to Hospital Records. That's right. And a track that you very, very specifically chose and challenged me to spit over. Why was it this track that you thought that I'd be able to kind of work my style on? What was it about this track that you well, thought? Well, you, you were doing you were doing your spray outs at the time. And uh, it was, it was. don't take this the wrong way, it was as much of a kind of pragmatic sort of technical decision. Right. That because it's my tune there won't be any problem kind of licensing it in <laughs> so okay. uh, yeah, you can just do your thing over it and and it worked and you did Thank you know you so it worked really really well so um you know the, the the advantage of having lots of music at your disposal that's yours means mm -hmm. that you haven't got to wait for someone's manager to kind of wake up and and be a pain in the arse about it because so, i guess um, that was kind of the some of well i guess one of the issues of the the first mixtape spray out project was just trying to clear everything and get things yeah. done um, and we managed to we managed to make it work, and this Absolutely. was how you guys introduced me to the world. Um, so I just want to say, generally from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much. Well, it means it means the world to no, me. Th thanks really for being on, on on this journey and like being being so amazing to work with as well. I mean, you know? it's it, it, mean, it means a lot to me, man. And uh, I am working on on um, an album with Hospital at the moment. It'd be amazing to have you as a, as a part of that. I know we've kind of gone back and forth with a couple of sketches and I hopefully yeah, we, have. we can we can make something work because I, I know we are going to make something work because yeah. the London Electricity and Degg's original is something that I've always wanted. It's something we've never done. It's something, so it's, which is crazy, right? And we've been on this journey. We've played so many shows together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, one of my favourite play just to, oh, just, I know it's, this might be Degg's and Tony's talking hour, basically. But one of my favourite shows I ever did with you, actually, was uh, Jackfest in Poland in 2019. Oh, Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. we basically played a car festival in that, 2019 in that Poland. Was, that was absolutely crazy. That's bonkers, wasn't it? And we were drifted round by the European and Polish drifting champions. Do you want to tell the, tell the people a little bit more about that what you were That was amazing, just like proper, proper drifting. You know, proper drifting around, around this field, around these kind of bollards. Well, you're never going in a straight line at all. You're always kind of like, and it was so fast and so noisy and so much fun, you know. And then the gig afterwards was just, we weren't, we weren't exactly sure what to expect with the crowd. <laughs> and it just ended up being amazing, just running around the stage, having a wicked time. Yeah, and it was. It, it was a brilliant festival. Fantastic. Well, really you know, I'm, I, I cherish those memories with you, my yeah. friend. Like, I, I really Big, big grateful. love to the, to the Polish drum and bass community. Absolutely, man. Honestly, big So time. many good shows out there. Brilliant stuff. Okay, well, this is... This is um, the last tune of the podcast, unfortunately. Okay. And like I said, thank you so much. And uh, this is the Spread Love Spray. Yeah, shout, shout to Johnny Mikus for, for his remix being the basis for this. Mm -hmm. Man's on fire with his production at the moment. Yeah, he's absolutely smashing it, man. He really is. Bolts.com says, well, hey, Drifter here. So glad you loved it, guys. Hit me up if you want to do something in the UK. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Bolst.com. Gotta make a note of that. And I'm cool, A, can't collect it, I'm cool. Stay the course, I express myself, I never watch the hate for them fools. I don't wanna get involved, nah, I don't wanna give them fuel. I just let them feel the cold shoulder, saving time from that school of thought is dead, get lost in the sound. Man, I got lost in the bars, yeah, I got lost in the bars, got lost in love, surrounded by people that... You sound young in this. I think I was. Younger. Younger. Obviously, you're still young. Hey, but 
I'm catching you up, mate. I'm catching you up. You know what I mean? Uh, you'll always be a long way behind. <laughs> Catch me up after I die. It's a bit morbid, isn't it? <laughs> we're not leaving the podcast on that message, Tony. We, we're that. all born, <laughs> then we live, and then we die. You know what? That that's, is. That's what we all do. That's life 101, that's baby. Do. That's life 101. Just trying to learn to show restraint Cause there ain't no point engaging in all these games These things will never fall in line Just maintain your inner strength to redefine Spread love to people is a great thing Facilitating their rise Cause often it's reciprocated Your goals, yeah, they take flight Souls rise and unite We're discovering these old ties Even though I know the path is so long Doesn't mean you can't dig in and fight So we stay locked in for the that's a, bit, that's a bit morbid as well. <laughs> yes, Bean Supreme. Big comment that one. The driller says, My kids, kids, kids will know of London Electricity, man. But the music lives on. I'll get my coat and sing myself <laughs> But that is very, very true. That is very, very true. Amazing tunes do not age. Scott asks, how long until my next fix, Dr. Deggs? We will be back on the, looking at King George in the background, the 21st of June for another live pod with some brand new music, including some new stuff with myself and Kim and Law. Um, and I guess we're gonna let this one roll out real quick. Thanks for this, Andy. Honestly, Thanks for having me as your guest. It's a, it's a pleasure. You have no idea. It's nice to come on the podcast and not have to actually think about the tunes and stuff and just kind of like, just talk. Do you know, it's been nice. And really it, nice. It, it's actually, for, for me personally and for everyone in the chat as well, like to have some insight from yourself, which is why I would love to get you back on at some point in the near future, particularly if you've got some new music too. Absolutely. Yep, man. I need to stop finishing those loops, don't I? Yeah. Well, listen, you've got to take your own advice, Tony. I, uh, yeah, I know, I know. Doctor, heal thyself. It's true. Do as I say, not do as I do, etc., etc. Etc. Thank you, party people of the chat. You have been locked in, locked on to the 481st episode of the Hospital Podcast, pioneered by this esteemed gentleman to my right. <laughs> I'm not letting that one go, bro. I'm not letting that one go. No, honestly, thank you, mate. I look forward to linking up on stage uh, in Glastonbury. Me too. To everyone, we'll see you in two weeks. Um, Big love to everyone in the chat. Big love to everyone in the comments. Um, Keep spreading love and keep it drum and bass. Big up.